One of the enjoyable parts of preparing a schmooze for the for the shiva is the pregame. I think that's only in the NFL, especially when you get to think a little bit about what you should speak about. And I started thinking about the shmuz a few weeks ago, and it will be the last shmuz I was so could have given the yeshiva this month. And it was obvious to me that we need to speak about Lima Torah. After a long five months, there's been such great steiging in the yeshiva, and a large amount of real masmidim in the yeshiva, which we don't take for granted. It's something we need to speak about. And there's so many aspects to Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah is, of course, a whole sugya. Talk, fill, there are many volumes to be filled discussing Talmud Torah. I want to focus today on two aspects, which seem to counter each other. We're going to try to bring them together a little bit. The joy of learning and the yoke of learning. And besides chizuk for today, when we're surrounded and engulfed with Torah, Talmud Torah, now is also the time for all of us to think, how are we going to be when we're not in yeshiva? We need to go outside and travel to get to a base medrash. We have a wife and children. I thought we were against not getting married. Okay. We have wife and children, parnas responsibilities, or even a benizmanim with its myriad time waste in front of us. Enjoying our learning. For sure, a person has to enjoy his learning. And it's even part of the mitzvah, as we'll explain, to enjoy your learning. And it's exceedingly hard to imagine a Talmud Chacham, a serious Torah scholar, who didn't enjoy his learning. Could you imagine interviewing Ravad Yosef? How did you get to know uh, so much? You must really love it. The answer is, well, really, Margalit, that was his wife, Salah Shalom's name, she really wants me to learn. I'm not so into it, it's a little boring. <laughs> You bold up in Chaim Lachaim, you ask Vasher Vice, you know, you write these amazing chuvas, you tackle all the issues of the day. Vasher Vice is fearless. It must be a real passion for you. A passion? Hmm, I wouldn't call it a passion. Someone's got to do it, it's better than driving a taxi. You ask him Chaim Kanievsky, who just passed his first yard site, how did you do it? How did you cause the whole thing every year? I mean, just physically, how did. I'm still asking, and I, I want someone to make a. A, uh, an Aron, full of all that the man learned in one year, and take a picture of it. You know, if anybody wants to take that on, it would be a pleasure. You know, Bavli, the Yushalm, the Sifra, Sifri, Midrashim, Zohar, Kisvei, Ramchal, all this. How'd you do it? You must love it. Mm, it's more force of habit. You know, I've been doing it for so many years. Why not? It's more interesting than politics. That's obviously not true, right? Ozvechad Vimkomo, there's strength and there's pleasure in his place. Someone involved in learning can find constant joy in it. No matter what else is going on in your life, and this is truly such a great gift. And we daven, in fact, every morning for ourselves and for our children, for Kleisel's children, that we find that pleasure. Make the Torah sweet in our mouths. And in the mouths of the Jewish people. And it says, as I'll say, there's no goodness besides Torah. And one aspect of that tov, it's mentioned that as much as there are other, even spiritual pleasures in the world, against all the spiritual pleasures you can imagine, ain't tov el Torah. Totally Torah is better than 
Gold and silver, of course that means on a simple level, the Torah is better than gold and silver. Gold and silver going up, going down, Torah never goes down. But it's also explained, I've seen it's Hasidic Svarim, that's more than the mitzvahs. As I'll say, all of its chafatim, all of its different objects, lo aren't equal to the Torah. I feel chafzei shemayim either mitzvahs, and that totally Torah spiuch malti zav chesed. Even the zav chesed of a mitzvah, the joy of Torah is beyond that. Listen for a moment to the famous words of the Egle Tal, the son-in-law of the Kutzker. By the way, the Kutzker said he had the neshama of the Gra. Interesting. So. Egli Tal famously mentions a uh, mistake. He says that people say that you shouldn't dafka find enjoying your learning and you shouldn't enjoy making Kiddushim because it takes away from the Lishma, it takes away from the altruistic aspect of it. So this is what the Egli Tal says in his Akdama. Adaraba, he said, Iker mitzvah slimitara. This is the central mitzvah Talmud Torah. We have sauce for Sameach Bilimudo. Specifically, the enjoy it, sauce for Sameach Misanig. Vaz the Vitor Nivloim Bedamo, and then the Vitor comes into your blood. Umi Akrashinenami the Vitor, who nasa double Vitor, when you enjoy, you became one with it. And Hayetzer Miskadel, the Yetzer Tov, the Yetzer gets greater, greater. Miskadel Mitoch Simchashel Torah, when a person enjoys Torah, the Yetzer Tov goes up and he wants to do other good things. I want to speak about four aspects of, of the joy of learning. I think are important for us to mention. What is that? Arabus is for everyone. Every yid can find sweetness in Torah. We all daven that. Barevna. It's not a tefillah shav. Chazal don't make you daven for you. Can't daven for crazy miracles. Can't daven this should become gold. It's tefillah shav. Can't daven after forty days for a boy. The Talmud Nishi one time he says, Rabbi. I've been, I daven for nine months for a boy and Hashem answered my tefillah. I want to tell him, that's Amarat says you're not supposed to daven after 40 days for a boy. Can't daven for miracles. But Reb, no, we daven for that. Some see it right away. Some takes longer for. But everyone can find the joy at least somewhere. Some types of learning don't fit every person. Some people like brisker lumdus. But not everybody has to like that. Not everybody has to like Kabbalah, not everybody has to like Rav Nachman. But everybody has to find something in Torah, and everybody can find something in Torah that's enjoyable to them. On the other hand, a second point, is that that arevus, that pleasure, that joy, can be potentially found and should be searched for in all aspects of our learning. There's a tremendous gon, he was a Hasidish named Nostrovster, and he was a very big Ian person. Everywhere he went, he said he was, he was mamic in the sugyas in a lamalam in a teva way. He, uh, he just dove into everything. And he said about himself that when he learns Gemara with Rashi on a Bikiyas level, on a simple level, there's a certain geshmak, certain pleasure that he gets that he doesn't get when he learns Bian. It's a teva. It's a basic nature of the Torah, wherever it is, that it has this pleasure aspect available to it. Just like sugar is digested in many forms. But they're all tasty. So to the Torah can be digested in many, many forms, but the basic component there is is, is joy. <laughs> and by the way, it's diametrically opposed to sugar, which in no matter what form it is, it's ultimately not good for you. And whatever form the pleasure of Torah you're finding, it is good for you. But it's not just for Gaonim like the Astrofzer. We should all search for that Gishmak in every aspect of Torah that we touch. 
Ian Bikias Agadita Musar Hasidus Alakala Maisa Moe Nashin Nazikin Kachim Taras Rayam Rishonam Akronam Midrashim and even for most of us, for all of us, our main learning is in certain areas, but it doesn't mean that not just that we should stop engaging in Torah in the other areas, but we should also look for enjoyment and pleasure in those areas. Okay, a third idea which is very central relates to the first one is the idea that kolos chalos kashas beginnings are difficult. Kolos chalos kashas was a rash a few weeks ago. Kol hat chalot kashot. All beginnings are difficult, and in this area also of pleasure and learning, it's true. And it's explained that this is not just a one-time mountain. A person thinks, oh, I know that I get that kolos chalos kashas. All beginnings, all beginnings are difficult. So now I'll push myself, I'll get to a certain point, and now it's easy. But it's not like that. <coughs> the idea of is one which definitely may and continue to service for a person through all aspects of his life. And the joy of <laughs> one gets in learning is like, it's more like going through a mountain range than going up a mountain. I went up to a certain peak. Now I enjoy it. But now I have to start climbing another peak. And often each stage starts with a darkness. The Gemara and Shabbos asks why the white goats are led by a black goat. One Amora found another Amora. I forget who they were. And he started asking. So it was this monster musugal. So he asked all types of questions like that. Why the, why the white goats led by a black goat? That's an innocent enough question. And his answer was, this is the way of the world. There's darkness, and then there's light. It's amazing. Uh, such a deep concept is reflected even in the simple ways the animals are. It's not stam that Hashem made a, a black goat lead the white goats. And one can reach a tremendous level of geschmack and learning. He climbed that mountain, and now it's time for another mountain. And not just the mountain of a new achievement, but the mountain of darkness again, of huffing and puffing and difficulty, of black, not enjoyable, not fun. But that's not a problem, it's the way of the world. I love learning yeshiva, and I get home, not only is it difficult, but I don't enjoy it as much. I love Baba Kama, Ksubas doesn't speak to me. I enjoy it, Ian, I don't like Bikias, etc., etc. But you have to remember that. Kolas, kolas, kashas. All beginnings are always difficult. That's the way of the world. That's the way of, not just the way of the world, it's the way of the teva, of the bria, is that there's darkness and light. And as Rashi says, eventually it gets more enjoyable there. That's a third point about Areva Satoru. The fourth point is this. That gishmak, specifically finding gishmak in learning and enjoying learning, has unique ability to bring the Torah to the next generation. This is what our children have to see in us and Talmudim. It's not enough that children and Talmudim see a father learning or a Rebbe learning. They need to see you enjoying learning, engaged, passionate, yelling, worked up. The Pasuk in Tehillim says, Nachalti edo secha la'olam, kisosan li behema. Nachalti edo secha la'olam. Arts World Translate, that's in the I've taken your testimonies as my eternal heritage. The key word here is Nachala, Nachalti. Kisosan Libi What's David Amalek saying on a simple level? 
Now, I've made that my heritage. My personal heritage, my place, is Eidosecha. He ate, he suddenly behemoth, because I enjoy them. But it's explained, along the lines we were saying, not just David saying something personal about himself, my nachla, my heritage to the children, the way I'm going to get through to the next generation, the way my message will penetrate is, Kisas and Because I enjoy that. When the kids see their father enjoys it, that's what they when they want to engage in what he's doing. It's like that on a uh, Teva level. A child sees a father enjoying, he's going to want to do it. It's like that on a DNA level. It's going into the essence of, of who you are, and that's going to get carried over to the next generation. And this point, let's just focus on that for a second, is so absolutely necessary today. The potential for fun, entertainment, is so out there today. Every corner, in every pocket, in every device, there's mutter pleasures, barminan. How are you going to contend with that? How is the Torah going to contend with that? How are we going to combat that? Only with the Geshmak of Torah. Only with the pleasure of Torah. And the child, and the Talmud, not to see the, the Geshmak in you. Kolach is madrega. That he enjoys it. So those are some of the aspects of that Rebus of Torah. Some will go back, come back to a little bit. But together with that, sometimes we forget, especially in today's uh, zeitgeist, that it's also a, a yoke. Torah is also a yoke. It's an ol, it's a burden. That's a translation. To make a nice translation of a yoke means something that feels really, really good and is not heavy at all like a feather. That fits you perfectly. That's what it says in today's books. Woke chapels. <laughs> no less than the Mishnah tells us about this yoke. I'm a Kabbalah of old Torah. Someone who accepts upon himself the old Torah, the yoke of Torah. Mavir menu o malchus of old derech hertz. One who touches this madrig of an ol, of a yoke, the government can't really get to you, and work won't become too much for you. So, what's the idea of this? So I think the first step in understanding the idea of a yoke, of an ol, is that kind of the opposite we just said. That Torah isn't all about my pleasure, my choice, my rights. It's a reality that I live with. You know, this runs so against, as I've been saying, against our way of looking at things today, the democratic you know, view which is so prevalent in our life, and getting more and more prevalent and more and more uh, pervasive, Everything starts with you. Treat yourself. You deserve it. You're worth it. It's our time. It's my time. It's an old. It's a burden also. And the old, the burden of Torah, someone who's serious about it, takes on two aspects. Obviously, in our time, A Jew, and of course I speak to myself here, together with everybody, but a Jew shouldn't really feel like his time is his own. You're not busy? You have time to kill? Time to burn? You know what to do? We all know what to do. It was forever. 
Because the Torah is a big of error. <coughs> person needs time to reharness, spin his manam. Great. Even a mitzvah done correctly. But a yoke remains. That's the obvious one in terms of the time. But there's a deeper level of the yoke. In terms of how we think. My ideas need to be sourced. My ideas need to be rooted. They need to be exact. That's an O. Certainly it's a bigger O than the first one. What? I can't just go ahead thinking the way I always did and just enjoy and pick up my skills and now be able to learn my five-year-old and not be... know something? Actually, no, you can't. We all hopefully in this yeshiva feel the yoke. See what the words really say. What do the words say? Not what I want them to say. What do the words say? To be mashabi, to make myself subservient. 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 To the words and the ideas of earlier generations. Well, is Rashi more important than me? Is the Raman really important than me? Am I Rebbe more important than me? Is the Messiah more important than me? That's an all. Of Nasan Vachvogel, the many generation, Mashkiach, who lived through many Rosh Yeshiva also, the constant liquid for 40, 50 years. There's even, I think, a Talmud, he started the Yeshiva, started the Kolo, White Plains, and founding member. He says a beautiful shot about the fact that through the old Torah, the other olds are removed, the old of government, and excessive involvement in work. How does that work? So he says it's not a segula, a supernatural thing. It's a reality. The Torah takes up the whole reality of the person. His time, his ideas, his actions. There's no, there's no time for government. There's no time. No, no, no time for derechertz. A worker person has to support his family. I don't think that's what it means. But the all of it is not is not where he's is not where his headspace is. As uh, the Rav spoke a few weeks ago, said so beautifully, Rav Gusman. How did Rashi have time to write this word? <laughs> Yerushalmi Rosh Hashanah says these words. It says b'kol korbanos k'siv behem chait, u'batzeres ain't k'siv chait. Korbanos in general, all, almost all of them have an aspect of kapara. And it says chait, that it's coming to fix up a, fix up a chait. On Atzeris, which is Shavuos, it doesn't say that. Why? Where's, where's the idea of chait? Why don't we need to deal with chait on Shavuos? Lama lo. old Torah. Since you've received upon yourself the old Torah, the yoke of Torah, I view you as if you never sinned. On Shavuos, Nasev Klayasol raises itself to a level of the Mechav of the Torah. There's no marker for sin. Like you never ever sinned. Yerushalmi. How does that work? Vach Vogel explains with the same idea. Torah is taking up the whole reality of the person. It squeezes out the sins. He might sin, but they have no real reality to him. It's not him. They're mistakes, not essential. That's not who he's about. That's like... uh, just passes off. It's told that when the Shai Gisari, the great Gon, generations, 
the Groz reported the saying in Kabbalah, it's me and then him. And Halakha, it's him and then me. That's what the, that's quoted in Hagon of That's how great the Shagasari was. Learn Shas a thousand times, they say. So it's Besof Yom of the, as, as Jews do. His Talmudim advised him, maybe it's time to say Vidoy. He says, Vidoy? I didn't sin, I didn't have time to sin. So, Bosa, that's obviously a high madrega. But we can touch it ourselves a little bit on our level. A person has to make a simple decision. What does it mean for us to be in Old Torah? Shagasari, what does it mean? A simple decision. I'm going to learn sometimes and push myself even when it's not pleasant for me. I'll carry over learning to my life more than is natural and pleasurable. Like the Gemara speaks about 101 times, which Balatani explains means going past the normal Seder. It was normal to learn 100 times back then. 101 times. Nothing crazy, but little steps to ourselves that are a statement. I'm not a fair-weathered friend to the Torah. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. You make sure it's always geschmack, I will learn. Not geschmack, my Gemara is closed. No, 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 no. For the time, I'm going to push it a little bit extra. When I'm hungry, when I'm tired, really, I really don't want to, I'll go sometimes, sometimes past the regular Seder. I'll ask my rabbi a question even if my little tummy is growling. Maybe in ways that no one knows. Not with grandiose statements announcing on Twitter for the whole world to see. But once, twice, three times a day. And through that, you're a different person. You have a different relationship to the Holy Torah. <laughs> Maybe even a few times a week. But that says that I'm I'm a cobbled all in a way which is realistic for me. That isn't old because my body doesn't want to do it now. The geschmack is a geschmack. As we said, we need that. We're not taking that off. Two parts of the shmooze, the joy and the all. But the fact that I'll do it even when it's difficult for me, even when it's not easy, even when I'm tired, even when I'm hungry, even when things aren't great for me, I'll push through. Vachvogel once asked for Byron Cutler, the famed Rosh Hashiva, greatest founder of Torah in America. Maybe Second Seder should be shorter so the boys can eat a little earlier. That's why much give job to ask such questions. Ravine said, no, this way is better. They need to get used to learning when they're hungry and tired. We're not going to change that. It's not. I'm going to try to end at 1 o'clock even. Though. We'll see. He loved the words of Rashi again until him. It was good for me that I was afflicted so I might learn your statutes. What's, what do you mean, Tovli? David Amalek saying, it was good to me. That was happy. A little more difficulty. I'll express my love for the Torah. I'll have a, I'll, I'll have a little bit of old. David was happy. It was good to David when it was a little bit difficult. There's the Gishmak of Torah, the joy of Torah. There's the Ol of Torah, the yoke of Torah. Are they two parallel tracks, important but, but separate? Do somehow they fit together? I think they do, and this makes the yoke easier to bear. So th- often, th- 
things start out bitter, like we said, the you're too tired, frustrated, depressed, anxious, fill in the blank to learn. And you push yourself a little bit, and lo and behold, you start to enjoy it. You accepted the old, and it's not all das, it's going to get that way, but so often it does. Things open up, the fogginess in your head is removed, the cobwebs are swept aside, and the light comes flowing through the windows. But if you want to push, you'd just be left with the headache, same headache anyway. And you push a little bit more for understanding, and suddenly, aha, the light bulb switches on. Pleasure, geschmack, I got it. It can happen in one Seder, or an hour, or an hour and a half. Sometimes it takes a longer time. But things open up. I have to share a testimony, which I never shared in the Shmuz before, from the great Kamarna Rebbe, one of the greatest uh, of the Rebbes in Kabbalah, I'm told, uh, from Litvish sources. I wasn't so good to ever even open up his farm. But they say one of the greatest, this is from the Kamarna. So listen to this, it's just unbelievable. This is around 200 years ago. I learned Torah with difficulty and, and stress. In the depths of the halacha, tremendous pains. And I fulfill what it says to, to kill yourself over the Torah. That's more. I learned night and day with no food and no wood to keep the house hot. Right, back then, Europe. Yosem Katan. He lost his father 12 years old. I was a Yosem. I was an orphan. Karua. Ripped apart. Ubluya. Worn out. Loy Kimat Malachol, I had almost nothing to eat. Ubeish Nifrod Avi, me many, my father passed away. Bachisi Yom Velelos. My father passed away, I cried days and night. Lo Ta'amti Shumor Torah, and I didn't even like learning. Lo Ta'amti Shumor Torah. But Ta'amti Tamriris Mavavis. I didn't taste the light of Torah, I tasted the light of bitterness and death. Misabalti Akol, and I put up with everything. Bikisa Torah Bachol Kochi. And I kept going and going. And I kept learning. And the way my father went to learn Torah Shema. They make a cheshman here. It's five years. Five years he learned like that. Just about 200 years ago. So I was in the middle of the called The same freezing Romanian winter. And lacking Tamti Pamrishon or Masikas Godel. Suddenly it all opened up to me. I had the Or Masikas Godel. Or Eshisrol, the light of the fire of the Jewish people. The Tamti Mori Yisborach, the light of Hashem. Or Godel Masik of sweet or or Torah or Elyon. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's finish. So that's how they come together. This Rashi says in Chumash, Kolas Cholas Kashas, and it keeps going like that, like we said, a mountain range more than a single mountain, and even someone who finds a lot of Geshmak in one area can then dip and have to, again, struggle, but you keep going, and something opens up. A sugya that, I didn't think I could learn these types of sugyas. I thought I could only learn Moed sugyas. Whoa, Nazikin, 
I had to push further. I thought Medrash isn't for me. I thought Hasidus isn't for me. This Sefer doesn't speak to me. Give up right away. You have to find what you like, obviously. But together with that, the mountain range, the mountain range. And then that could, might be your Iker Chalik and Torah might be in that area, not that area. But if you didn't push yourself a little bit, you never even get there. Let's finish with a few more practical places we can make our learning a little bit old, Dick where we can try to introduce the concept of, of a yoke a little bit into our lives. One, we love learning new things. I love learning new things. Review? Hmm. I saw it already. I know that. I know this Rashi. I saw this come already. Rabbi said we would look so different if we reviewed more. But that's where you need the old concept, because it's old. Old, old. It's not as enjoyable, but I do it anyway. And if, as we said, of course, once you do it, you'll find sweetness in Chazar also. A connected point, the general idea to know things. So many people are learning with no plan to know. No, no. Because learning new things is enjoyable. Spending time learning is enjoyable. I have a shear, it's interesting. The rub gets up, he says a story, a joke. Okay, now, to know it, I don't have a great memory. Zo, Zo. That's a place a person can use the old concept. It's a burden. But I have to push myself. And then for sure you'll find Yishmak in knowing. One different type of area is making small star. A person likes maybe when I have two hours to learn. I know I'll enjoy it. But to learn in that 15 minute gap, <coughs> that's where the old can come in. Open up a safer. Open up a Mishnayis. We have alumni around the world. You have... You know, Ravine Kala was Mavarich a uh, doctor. You should be zoha to learn between patients. That's an old. It's not gishma. I'm not going to find any gishmak in reading this quick Mishnah, but I'll do it anyway. Those are a few areas where the old concept can be. Both like, finally, we can take chizik in this great journey by realizing we're not alone. We live, really and truly, an amazing time regarding Talmud Torah. Lima Torah is so much a part of the Jewish people today. It's so many programs, so many even learning. It's amazing. It's a national pastime. This is a national pastime. And national pastimes are enjoyable, but you got to find the burden of the national pastime also. Hashem Yitin, that we connect more and more as we end this, not right, another week of this tremendous man. As we connect more and more to the Tree of Life, to find the joy in Torah, and to carry the burden of the yoke of Torah, and to do it all with love. Slacha Rabbah.